0: Hello. What's up? All right, we're back. Um, I know I know it's been four long weeks. Uh <laughs> I can explain. So, I think, uh, you know, you know how there's that, that salad, you know, freak out earlier in the year with all that E. coli. Well, kind of struck us because salad was gone <laughs> for... For a little bit. Uh, mainly, it affected our recording stuff. Uh, so we, you know, I was moving to uh, to LA and starting a new job, and that kind of got us busy. And then we went to record episode thirty one, and it just it died. Then we went to record it again, and it died. And then we went to record it a third time, and the audio again got corrupted. So. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 31 wasn't meant to be (laughs) i uh, I think we propose uh zach and i were talking about it we propose that the 31st of each month now is a moment of uh remembrance for episode 31 and what could have been um (laughs) it was a beautiful episode
1: remember remember we all missed out first of september (laughs) or august rather the (laughs) third there you go
0: I kind of had a Green Day tie-in, I feel there like is. a little bit, there you go. <laughs> uh, when September ends. Uh, <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, I just, for those of you who are still hanging out, really appreciate your patience. Uh, it kind of killed us to have to keep pushing it. Um, but with that push came a time to think about how we want to do things a little bit differently and improve it. And we're really excited to kind of continue to, to unveil the next steps for Salad and to grow with you. Um, We're gonna be breaking out our episodes even further. I think we've been hearing from people, some people love the long content. I know I love the long content, but it's a little bit hard for a commute, especially if you're in between classes or you're on a lunch break or you're driving to work. Uh, Unless you're in LA like me and you have an hour drive to work, you can't fit it in. So what we're gonna start doing is we're gonna bring back Bite sized Takes, which is gonna be the episode you're listening to today. You probably noticed that from the episode title, but anyway, now you know again. And then we're gonna have our longer form content broken out into a separate episode. So we're gonna be having bite-sized takes on Tuesdays, longer form discussions on Thursdays. And this allows us to be a little bit more flexible too because the last thing we want is to bring a discussion to you that feels half-assed or forced because sometimes there frankly isn't enough content out there or enough time in our schedules with us for working to develop something perfect. But we can always bring the bite-sized takes to you to give you uh, quick hits on what's going on in the industry and our quick takes on them. Um, And you'll see that probably transform into social a little bit more too. So if you haven't followed us on social media yet, go ahead, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at salad underscore podcast. And uh, let's get into the bite-sized takes today. How are you doing, Zach and Cole? I'm hungry for some bite-sized takes. This is how bite-sized takes are going to work, people. I'm going to take a little bit of time to describe an ad that happened recently that we thought was of note. Zach, I'm going to ask for your take. You only have a minute or less to respond. These are bite-sized, after all. And then Cole, you're going to give your take a minute or less. And we'll talk about it for you know a minute or two, depending on how the conversation's feeling. And then we'll move on to the next one. Um, so we're going to keep this nice, light, and crunchy, just like a good old salad. <laughs> um, Starting things off, <laughs> <laughs> just like a salad. Speaking of um, a tasty salad, we also have a tasty kernel. Um, <laughs> which, if you are even slightly aware of White and Kennedy and what they've been doing with KFC the last couple of years, they've really transformed Colonel Sanders into an a cultural icon again, having multiple celebrities, random people play the role. Um, and, 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 you know, most recently, as we mentioned, or maybe didn't mention, maybe it was in the episode that didn't make it, uh, but they even had like a Rudy uh, sequel spin-off with Colonel Sanders they, they've done crazy stuff with them. I think this is probably one of my favorite things they've done so far is Wyden and Kennedy made Colonel Sanders and KFC into a dating game. Um, it comes to steam on September 24th. It's free. You can literally download it and play it. It's, it's amazing. Um, and it's called, I love you. Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator, uh, developed by Wyden Kennedy and PSYOP. Better be careful um, with those so, fingers on your controller there. <laughs> you're a culinary student. You meet Colonel Sanders yep and uh you know you uh you kind of see if you can land the heartthrob colonel sanders who is just you know they did it so well i encourage you to look at the images uh, zach what do you <laughs> think what was your bite size um, take on this
2: i'd like to start off by just talking about how awesome this uh some of the preview stuff that's in this article says. Uh, there's a quote in here, it says, do you have what it takes to survive culinary school? Will Colonel Sanders choose you to be his business partner or maybe even so much more? Uh, <laughs> and I just love that, um, Just the, uh, from an advertising standpoint, just the amount of work, effort and thinking that needs to go into creating something like a video game uh, is huge. You know, there's, a, there's so many moving parts and so many things that need to be developed to make this thing work. Uh, and the fact that they went all in on it and by the looks of it are making it work really well uh, is very impressive to me. Just the whole concept to, to start out, the, the entire concept is is phenomenal um, and just such an amusing new take on a uh, video game version of Colonel Sanders. Uh, A very good-looking Colonel Sanders at that. Um, (laughs) I've noticed that a few of the Colonel Sanders recently have gotten very attractive between the Instagram influencer and now this video game one as well. Um, So to me...
0: there was a post on LinkedIn I saw where it was a creative at Wyden that's on the KFC account, and he shared this most recent work, and he said something to the effect of, I don't know how we started to make Colonel Sanders so attractive, but we have accidentally made him super <laughs> hot. I don't know what this is about me, uh, which is uh, awesome. Exactly. <laughs> cool. well, what is your What I is know. Your He just becomes
1: sexier and sexier until he becomes uh, man. a meme that's, it's true, symbol, that's, that's, that's exactly world, what's guess. happened but um <laughs> you either you know you either die here or live long <laughs> enough to see yourself become a meme and uh you know i think that's what become the a sex time. Time. <laughs> exactly a sex symbol but um i think it's really cool just how they're again kind of leaning into this uh the colonel uh being a personality in and of himself we had sexy influencer colonel Sanders earlier we've had all these renditions of it i think you know people it, it's just funny to laugh at because he's you know like this weird old man that looks like you know he's uh, from the south I'm assuming but um, it's I don't know it's just and I think to your point Zach the fact that they put so much work into something like this just shows how <laughs> serious they are about kind of creating this sort of meme uh, kind of it, the personality around the kernel. And I mean, he's he's looking better than ever at age 129 here. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's just, it, it's just funny to see all the different ways that they can imagine it. Um, and I think the thing that you're looking at here too is they're able to hit also a bunch of different audiences with all of these different kernels. So, you know, your Instagram user, your mm-hmm. uh, heavy Instagram follower um, is going to maybe have seen our sexy influencer curl but then maybe you're uh, more video game heavy your twitch streamer your steam player um you know is gonna see the other you know more romantic anime uh looking sexy sanders so you know it's kind of wherever you're at you're you might run into sexy sanders <laughs> that's kind of uh you know you can't you can't avoid that's
0: them at true this point. um <laughs> so mm-hmm, i think i think yeah. it's really fun.
1: Like, they got one for everybody. I feel like oh, yeah. so. There's a Sanders kind of for like, all I feel of like us. They're, hitting bases. <laughs> <laughs> they're hitting all their bases there.
0: Yeah, so, I, I Rudy it's, Sanders. It's I mean, how do you, you not know, love it? You know, it's definitely it's a home time. run. A if, if, if if KFC was playing mm-hmm. basketball, they'd be getting buckets, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that one went a little bit long, but, you know, hey, it's okay. We're, we're, we're getting back into this bite-sized takes. And uh, sometimes you want to eat a little bit more when you first start that dish. Um, we're going to move into another one that's actually super close to my heart. I absolutely love this um, ad. Why buy the new iPhone and spend almost $1,000 on it? when you could, you know, instead save that money for other stuff and just get a refurbished iPhone. Um, so there's this company called Back Market and uh, they have this ad campaign where they have shot on iPhone 10 image juxtaposed with a shot on a refurbished iPhone 10 image. And the images go based off of different things like saving money. So for example, shot on iPhone 10 is an image of a plane in the sky, but shot on a refurbished iPhone 10 is a picture from inside the plane, looking out at the plane wing. And then you have shot on iPhone 10. It's a boat out in the ocean. And then shot on a refurbished iPhone 10 is a picture of you on the boat. Um, And the lines with it are up to 70% cheaper. Change your perspective on refurbishing. Um, Zach, what do you think? Um, This is one
2: of those campaigns where I encourage all of you to go look at it, first of all, because they're not like wildly art directed uh they're not necessarily the most beautiful thing you've ever seen uh these are pieces that are really driven by the idea the idea and the juxtaposition between the two photos is what makes this so special to me uh because it's just so on key you know uh it's one of those pieces that it's something that's not necessarily something you think about when you're going to buy a new phone especially if you're buying a refurbished one uh but it, it shows you just how much of an, of an advantage you can get from actually saving some of your money and buying a refurbished phone that takes um, a lot less money to get pretty much the exact same amount of value, give or take someone used it for like a year or two. So I thought it was brilliant and, and a very, very strong idea.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, it's kind of like buying a car, you know, why get it new? Uh, When you can get it used, it's like a year or two older, Mm -hmm. you know, it's got all that, all that savings. It kind of opened my eyes about it. What do you think, Cole?
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's all about the concept with this one, you know, it's, they saw an opportunity uh, and a way to kind of make it a fun you know, quirky thing. And I I mean, I, I think they could have maybe tried a little bit harder to make it look like those ads. I think it would have been cooler if it looked more like the actual shot on <laughs> iPhone ads. But um, uh, that being said, um, I think, you know, just like, like, again, to the point of, you know, you're, you can be taking a picture of the plane or be on the plane. You know, I think that that whole sentiment, um, rings so true. And I mean, when you're spending, you know, five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred, 800, a thousand dollars on a phone that can, uh, that can make a really big difference. And so I think that it's really cool that they took this kind of novel sort of idea and they were able to wrap that up into their own, uh, business. And so, um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's really clever and, and smart and hopefully these billboards get some people's attention. You
0: know, Well said. I think um, it's just cool, right? I, I think you hit it on the head. It's that perspective switch of do you want to be on the ground looking at what seems like a really cool thing or do you want to actually be doing that thing? And that's not usually something you think about with a phone, but it is, it's a cool job of... Of, uh, you know, shifting perspective. And, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like Apple and other brands does such a good job of making us want it right then and there. And this is kind of a cool thing of like, hey, we know that these things are getting ridiculously expensive. At what point is it no longer worth it? And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, I know this one is going to go over a minute for you because you love it so much. But, uh, <laughs> one of our favorite uh, agents, we'll giant spoon, uh, shout out Jonah Katz. Thank you again for coming on the podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, go check out that interview with him. But, um, right now, giant spoon, uh, number three on ad Age's uh, 2019 a list, uh, campus to work for, uh, Yeti, um, the amazing company y'all and love. um, Essentially, this is a ad that had a, a Yeti ambassador in it. Um, she's a professional snowboarder. Her name's Robin Van Gin. Gein? Jin. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's a nice second ad. And it's essentially her walking through a forest with a surfboard. Um, and she's reflecting on her snowboarding career. Um, but instead of talking about all of her accomplishes with accomplishments with that, excuse me, she starts talking about the new challenges she's facing with surfing and how she finds it very humbling and is enjoying that process of growing herself and growing a new skill. Uh, and yeti's kind of integrated into that. And there's a lot of great lines in there, um, that, uh, I'm going to let you highlight Zach. What did you think? Um, first and foremost, yes, I, I did really, really like
2: this spot. Uh, The sentiment behind it, to me, is what makes it so special. Uh, It ends with the line, in pursuit of one foot waves. (laughs) Yes, it's very human. It ends with the line, in pursuit of one foot waves, speaking to uh, the challenge that this pro snowboarder uh, has experienced in trying to learn surfing. Uh, this is someone who's one of the best snowboarders in the world. She talks about, you know, barreling down some of the highest peaks in the world uh, at lightning speeds. Um, but when it comes to one foot waves in the water, yeah. she's falling over, you know, and she's stumbling and she can't keep her balance. Uh, and it's just such a, a human look at. A struggle for someone who you generally wouldn't see struggling for someone who is on top of the world and in her own element. Uh, but when you take her out of that element and put her into the water, as it says in this, um, all of that goes away. Uh, and it's just, to me, it's just, it does such a good job of capturing that feeling and it's a really honest uh-huh. look and approach it kind of the human experience. Uh, and true to how Yeti has done in the past, they kind of just keep their product in the background. Um, you don't really see it front and center in many of the shots throughout the entire ad. Uh, the logo only flashes for a second at the end and that's it. Um, for the most part, it's just a, an element that's kind of in the environment. And, and to me, that's what makes it, uh, even that much better just because you kind of build that connection, uh, with Yeti while seeing that this is pretty much just them making a testament to what they believe in without overtly coming out and saying, hey, this is what we believe in, but using someone
0: who's um got a really interesting yeah, and compelling story totally to, to make the um, point. It's it's cool to see. It's it's a nice kind of uh I think it's a it's a hell of an opener for giant spoon with the with this new account. Um Cole, what are you yeah, thinking? seriously?
1: hmm. I really liked it. Um, again, I think the concept behind this is like right on point. Because I mean, to your, like you were saying, Zach, this is, you know, this is someone who is, uh, you know, they are, she's an extreme athlete, you know, she's someone who's comfortable, again, like, bear, like she said, in the video, barreling down mountain, um, you know, and cu- being covered in snow. And like, that's an incredibly dangerous act and comp- like crazy, you know, it's something that people wouldn't do. But, you know, you put her in the water, and she's out of her element. And I think that what Giant Spoon is really doing there, you know, they're inviting you to step out of your comfort zone and they are a brand Mm -hmm. that is there to bring you there and to help you do that. You know, they're a brand that's focused around adventure. They're focused around getting out to the outdoors and trying things that you haven't done before. And I think that this hits on it perfectly because it's like, you know, wherever you, you know, you might be a... You know, a a star in the boardroom, but you know, throw you into a forest or something, and you know, you're out of your element. But you know, Yeti can take you there, and Yeti can help you kind of like do that and have those great new experiences. And so, I I love that behind it. Um, I guess if I had to ding it for one thing, I think that it could have been I don't know. I would have liked to see, and I know it was supposed to be more of a heartfelt kind of a you know slower sort of a spot, but I think it would have been cool to kind of bring a little bit of excitement just because she is a pro snowboarder to kind of see that juxtaposed with her like trying to fall down, you know, falling on a tiny wave or something, but you know, that's a small uh, quibble. I, I loved it.
0: Nice. Yeah, it I totally, I think, um, it's like you said, you said it well, you know, you, you can be a master of one thing and it's easy to get stuck in that rut of just doing that same thing. But people are really, um, you know, we enjoy mastery and challenge. And I think it, it definitely highlights that, Uh, nicely. Um, going on to the next one here, uh, is another favorite of mine. Um, it's just a very smart thing. It's not even, even, even super complex, but essentially BMW, um, teamed up with uh, a <laughs> realty firm to stage um, like super luxury, like posh uh, houses, like high end cost housing, um, where all the list had um, BMW cars and their driveways. So it was part of FCB Canada um, and real estate firm uh, Heaps Estrin. But essentially, you've, you're trying to get like a, a high income purchaser to buy your BMW luxury vehicle, and it's hard to get in front of that audience. So what they ended up doing is, you're looking at a luxury home, you're looking to buy a nice house, and you just see that BMW sitting there. Um, It's a very sneaky little thing. Um, But not only that, they also show up at the open house events too, which I think is super smart and just a really cool way (laughs) to get your product in front of your audience. Uh, What did you think, Zach? Uh,
2: Quite literally, they are reaching their consumers where they're at um, by putting the cars in the driveway of homes, they're touring. Um, and yeah, to me, that's just such a simple, but very smart way to get your product in front of the audience that you want to be buying your product. Uh, and to me, like it's so obvious, you know, um, yeah, no one's really thought of it or it's not like everyone always does this, but it's just one of those things that like, yeah, why not? Why would you not? put your car in the driveway. If you have the opportunity, uh, if you know that the person that you want to be buying it is going to be there. It's, it's just one of those things that when you think about it, it makes such perfect sense that, uh, that you question why no one's done it before. And, and I think that's something really special.
0: Yeah. It felt like a, something out of Nathan for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> like it was just that absurd and like stupid smart but like it hadn't been done before and it like mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the beauty is in the simplicity there. It's just <laughs> absolutely awesome. Uh, what did you think, Cole?
1: Um, I think it's really cool. I mean, Later, I think maybe. it's a you know it's a marriage of equals in a really great way in the sense like I remember growing up, there used to be this thing in uh, Portland called the Street of Dreams. And it was basically like there would be a new complex that would be built and there would be like multi-million dollar homes. And every year they'd have like six of these homes and you could go tour them. Like anyone could go tour them um, and stuff. And I just remember seeing those and being like, wow you know you could live in a house like this someday you know they're like five million dollars or something like that and you know you think about that Uh whole experience and like what if there was a bmw parked outside You know, how would that have affected my impression of both the house and of the car itself? You know, I think that, that, you know, even if you're not thinking about it Mm -hmm. in that sense, like, oh, I want to buy a BMW, you know, you're subconsciously kind of, you know, associating those two things, success and, you know, the the BMW as well. And so I, I think it's a perfect tie in. And again, like, I'm surprised that deal like car dealers and realtors like around the country are not doing this because it seems like a like a really smart move. Perfect fit.
0: Yeah, that's like the, mm-hmm. the best ideas, I feel like, are the ones that are like, oh, duh, you know. But the fact that, I mean, maybe this has been done before, but like we haven't seen mm-hmm. it. And it's like, it's cool to see something like that break through. And I'm curious how this will catch on and if this could be used in other, any other venues, you know, like uh, <laughs> it's kind of, we'll see. Because it, 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 if you think about it too, for realty firms, it kind of opens up this whole, whole realm of branded sponsorship content stuff like even like the the uh, the you know the utensils in the kitchen could match or the furniture in the home you know uh-huh. um it's kind of interesting a
1: home in there or something like that you know
0: mm, yeah exactly right like a smart home setup exactly it's kind of interesting yeah. um speaking of interesting uh and capitalizing on things um I'll just say it. The sloth is dead. The sloth is no longer popular in the same sense as it used to be. Um the sloth, as Cole mentioned earlier, has now become a meme, <laughs> uh relegated to uh post-up stickers on people's cars as you drive by. I still and,
1: like uh, the though, so
0: yeah, you know, hey, that's true. <laughs> but uh you know, as they slowly uh get out of the way, um the alpaca, I think, has <laughs> firmly replaced it. I'll just put that out there. And uh, Samsung recognized this by uh, promoting their Galaxy Note 10 uh, <laughs> with an ad about how the uh, the, the note um, helps uh, bring about a new hairstyle trend through alpacas. Uh, it was done by BBH New York, and uh, it's really fucking endearing. Um, Zach, <laughs> what did you think? Uh, this is
2: one of those spots where it has an insight or or a cultural or culturally relevant item or piece, or in this case, alpaca, um, (laughs) at the center of it, that just, it baffles me how they're so on, you know, like how they're so on trend, you know? Um, and maybe this isn't for everyone. This could just be for me personally that, that I'm this impressed, but like there have been some awesome alpaca videos recently that have really been capturing my attention ever since I got my dog, which is a golden doodle, which Kind of, in some ways, sometimes looks like an alpaca. Yeah, uh, so that's what really started it. But the
0: <laughs> fact that they,
2: you know, <laughs> but the fact that they can drill down to something like that and turn it into. A, a movement, or as as it as it happens in this ad, the alpacas turn into uh, a movement. Specifically, they give them toupee hairstyles, and that's kind of what becomes the movement like, in the Like ad. a blue and green
0: hair, yes. and then everyone else is wearing it. And then that everyone, everyone starts doing
2: it in <laughs> the ad. And so the fact that they can just drill down on that. Um like when I first saw this and I saw that they were using alpacas, I almost lost it. I was like, it's perfect, because just because alpacas, <laughs> like that's literally it. Like, <laughs>
0: it's it's so good um (laughs) cole what do you think uh
1: i think this whole alpaca trend is kind of interesting because like i i don't know about you guys but i feel like you know like 10 or 12 years ago like llamas were kind of the shit on the internet you know and they're kind of coming like you guys ever Mm -hmm. you know the llama song you guys ever listen to llama song or llamas with hats you see that video? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that, you know. <laughs> we know about that. If you haven't listeners, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's uh some classic uh, aughts uh, internet humor for you right there. But um, anyway, (laughs) I I, I think this ad is really, really well done. And I think after coming off of that, seeing the the giant spoon one, I think I wanted a little bit more of that excitement translated because like it's all these quick cuts. And I mean, there've been a lot of people that have done ads similar to this. You know, someone sees something and they use their phone or they use social media or they use whatever to like make it popular and it's crazy and they they get happy for it. You know, they start a cupcake stand or whatever. But this one, Was unique and i mean I, I think there were so many funny scenarios throughout you know i love the ones where it's you know like the llama mohawk toupee is a thing yeah, yeah. you know
0: they, like <laughs> took, they took it
1: so far that um i think it, it worked really well and i mean hey samsung uh you know everyone's taking shots at iphone now so uh hey i, I think it was a, i think it was a good move
0: it's cool it was cool to see like and like have like a product benefit too just so clearly displayed and Um, you know, like you had mentioned, you can see it in so many real life, realistic scenarios, like someone sets up their business with it, but like to just play into this freaking awesome, absurdly just random idea is cool. I think it makes, uh, it definitely makes me think a little bit more highly of Samsung too. Just like I'm I'm all on board with it. (laughs) Um, last thing we're going to talk about today, uh, one of our favorites, a staple on this show, if you will, uh. Bud Light. So they, you know, if you're looking at different product trends, Bud Light sales have been kind of stagnant and struggling, um, over the last few years. Uh, and really that's more symptomatic of the whole, uh, beer category in general, especially with spirits taking off, uh, as well as now the seltzer category, which is exploding. And um, too it's a good yeah well no even even craft beer has has been been stagnant just because there's so many options now too that people just don't know what to choose uh, and so it's kind of crazy it's like beer is in this really weird space um so bud light is kind of going all in on uh, a lesser known product line or at least a lesser marketed to this point product line called bud light platinum um and uh it's uh it's kind of interesting. So they're, they're keeping their whole brand world. They're keeping the same brand world and everything with it. But they have a Bud Light Platinum Knight now. Uh, and it kind of plays off this idea of uh, you have in one spot, you have essentially the whole gang getting ready to go out and they're trying to like ditch the Bud Knight. And they tell them, oh, we're not doing anything. We're not going out. And then they sneak out the door and they're and uh, the Bud Knight is jealous and all of that. And then in the second spot, which the second spot is one of my, one of my favorites, I think, from the bunch uh, is there uh there's this whole party going on on a turret and bud light platinum they're talking with this other lady and like where are they at the whole group's missing she's like there's only one other place they could be and then it flash it flashes to a scene of of the the king and all the other guys just kind of awkwardly standing on this empty turret with this like one soldier and they're like uh where's the bud light platinum and he's like oh yeah no you you want to go to the party turret this is like the, the 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 i forget what it was it was like the the de- desolation turret, or something like that and they're like ah oh, fuck we went to the wrong party and it's super awkward <laughs> it's like that's just such a perfect insight of like you walk into the wrong room and you're like god damn it I have to stay here now for a little bit before it gets awkward and uh, I just thought that was a great great tie in um, but Zach what do you think I know you have some, some thoughts on this they're maybe a little bit different than mine
2: yeah um eh <laughs> you know eh uh <laughs> Here's here's how here's how I'll start this. I still think that the Bud Knight should have died (laughs) in the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. when HBO killed him. Um, They brought him back, and when we first talked about that, we questioned if there was going to be a reason that he came back. Um, And based on this storyline, the reason he came back is to be made fun of. Well, I'm confused. Uh, and and let me, let me, let me say that we're talking about one of the greatest campaigns ever, and I'm being hypercritical. Um, and so it's not to say that this is not good advertising because I still think it's, it's very good advertising, but from a story standpoint, I'm trying to figure out how this ties in. That's one half of it. The other half of it is they created this world and a hero, a champion of their product, Bud Light. Uh, and now they're using that hero as a joke to highlight a different product. And it, it's kind of confusing to me in that sense, why they mm, would, fair. you know, make him the, like sort of the loser now. So I, yeah. I thought they were okay. I thought the ads themselves were funny. Uh, I laughed, I smiled, uh, but I didn't understand the thinking behind why the king, who was the person that could throw people into the pit of misery, is now walking up the wrong turret like an idiot, uh, and the knight who saved all of them from the armies of peril is now a loser who no one wants to hang out with.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make well, sense to me. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the meme. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Even what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the fact that we've been able, to, been able to reference back to that three times now—no, okay. uh, <laughs> um, I think that's a very fair point, Zach, because uh, you don't want to—you don't want to make fun of your product, and it is a very fine line to walk. It, it just—it's interesting. It's kind of like you have a rocket going up to space, and you got to lose the boosters. And it feels like they're trying to like propel themselves forward by kind of kicking out to the side a little bit the regular Bud Light, because I feel like they're maybe feeling like it's just not selling. Um so it'll be interesting to see. Uh but what did you think about their line, Brood for the Knight? Uh Knight spelled with uh as in like a soldier knight. Cool.
2: I did like that. And that's what I'm saying. There's there's a lot of pieces to this that are that are good. Um it, the, using the alternate version of knight, knight in the sense of the knight in shining armor, um, I don't, I don't necessarily know what it means. I guess using night i like it's fun and it made me smile but i'm trying to figure out well i think it's like for I the night it's like it's like, a higher
0: alcohol, alcohol using that content. form of night what does it it's mean it's a higher alcohol content i think it's uh six percent versus 4.2 for a regular bud light and i think they're trying to position it as it's yes. like the premium let's go out mm-hmm. with your friends and like have a really good time drink you know what i mean so like like. and that's
2: what i'm saying i get it as yeah, I get it as like it's the it's the it's the beer for parties because it's a higher alcohol content. But aside from the pun of there being yeah, a night, I think night it's there, it, a, it may be a sense. pun
0: for pun's sake, which can sometimes be a little bit. uh, yeah. What is the word self self gratifying or like self? Uh, what do like you call it when you're just making yourself happy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway <laughs> words uh, but yeah. I, it's interesting I don't know cold what are you, what are your thoughts as we uh, wrap this episode up uh,
1: yeah I'd say this is probably the most uh, the Adam probably the most lukewarm on of them all it was it was funny I, I think there were some, some clever bits, some clever bits to it but um, you know I, I mentioned it I think I mentioned it before we came on air but they you know they're gonna be phasing out the bud night in in q4 and stuff so i think they're kind of you know trying to find ways to to build out of this tie in and you know promote blood light platinum which i you know it's a clever way to do it there's a lot of worse ways that you could do True. it um but i think i think the joke has kind of been a little long in the tooth at this point and uh but i i i will say uh you know, it's kind of cool to see Bud Light's trying a lot of different things now. I think that, I think that they really are kind of starting to get concerned about their sales. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but they're going to be coming out with a, a heart, uh, Bud Light seltzer now as well hopping on that uh seltzer train and then uh i i didn't even know about this but i just uh, saw that apparently bud light is debuting a storm area 51 uh can yeah uh even though that event has been canceled they have still they're coming out with an alien Bud light can um so <laughs> it's kind of fun looking it's got like an alien yeah. on, I don't we, know, we like, talked about like, it on maybe the show a
0: few fun. episodes back i th- you may have been absent from that one but it's
1: Oh, I think I might have been gone for that convo, yeah, but yeah. So pretty, I mean, they're still great. doing it. They're still doing that. So I mean, uh, <laughs> that's what I was like. It's like uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it's fun to see them oh, and yeah. stuff. You know. I- you know, I, I appreciate that, <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting to see how they pivot uh, away from this next. You know, where they kind of take things. Uh, you know, they kind of got their slap on the wrist for the, you know, the the beer wars or I don't know what you want to call it, the corn wars. corn, <laughs> but, gate. Uh, corn, gate. corn gate There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think uh, I think I think it's a it's decent. It's a decent send off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, not bad for first bite-sized takes. I don't know how y'all are feeling, but, uh, you know, we'll keep trimming it down, getting more and more concise. But a good conversation, especially at the tail end of it. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how Bud Light goes about that, uh, especially that tricky, tricky sales problem. The whole point of ads. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and uh, go ahead keep your eyes out for... uh, upcoming content too and definitely follow the line with us, uh, on, uh, on social media now more than ever, you'll be able to get an idea of, uh, what's coming out each week. But, uh, you know, thank you again for listening in and thanks for bearing with us while we, uh, had all those lovely, lovely issues with our, uh, our, our uh, online recording platform. <laughs> uh, but this is Trent signing off to all of you lovely salad listeners out there. And, uh, yeah, Cole, do you want to say your uh, patented line? Uh,
1: you know, I think I will, uh, Everyone, you know, have an fantastic week out there. We'll be thinking of you.
0: <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> bye bye now.